Welcome to Girls Who Heal, the podcast. This podcast was created specifically for all the incredible girlies on their healing journey. We're here to support and uplift you as you navigate your personal growth and self-discovery. This podcast is for the girls who are healing, not yet healed. The ones who show up every day with the commitment to be their best selves. Welcome back to Girls Who Heal Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the girlies who are on their healing journeys. We're here to empower those who are committed to personal growth and becoming the best versions of themselves. In today's episode, we'll be talking about navigating soul ties, trauma bonds, and healing. But before we jump into the topic, let's catch up. How are you? I'm tired of that thing. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been running around all day just, ugh. Yawning. I should have took a nap, like one of your little moves and took a little nap today, but it just didn't happen. Yeah. But other than that, I won't complain. Um, There's definitely a shift going on. Like I'm getting ready to transition from one job to another. So I'm just, I'm thankful that I have an opportunity to keep my income rolling Mm -hmm. with no like gaps and all that. But um, my baby getting ready to start school. So trying to get all of that taken care of. I'm I'm good. I just, just need to take a nap. Once you get settled, <laughs> yeah. Just once I get into a routine, cause I'm like, this is a new school, so I'm trying to figure out how it's gonna be and all this stuff for her. But other than that, I won't complain. Okay. How you doing, girl? I'm a hot mess. Like, how you doing? <laughs> Lord Jesus, pray for me. Okay. <laughs> I just feel a hot mess. I mean, I also am going through lots of transitions. Yeah. Like I'm getting ready to start school in a couple weeks. Yeah. And. I just feel like stressed about it a little bit. Anxious. Yeah. Like it's like, got it. it's been a while. I don't know what to expect, you know? Yeah. And so like making a career change, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Cause baby, you know, I've been done with nursing. I don't yeah. want to do it no more. It's over. <laughs> it's definitely draining. Wrap it up. It's, it's <laughs> throw it out. I'm done. <laughs> like that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. And so, I mean, just that it's been a lot emotionally and really I've just been having to, you know, balance myself yeah. throughout it. You know, I understand why Whitney did, did the crack. Like, it's making sense. <laughs> I'm not you know, about to play with Life you. be lifing. <laughs> Definitely be lifing. Yeah, and, and so it's good to have the good coping mechanisms. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should do like a, like one of them um, rooms where you can go just bash some shit Ooh, and just let that. all it out. Yeah. So you can just be like, woo, okay, got that out. Now I can proceed. I okay, can we we can. Yeah, unless I'm gonna look into it. I would love to break some shit. That sounds like I, awesome. I bet you would. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I wanted to talk about we how we went to like the sound bath a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. How it was, was that for you? It was really nice. I loved all the energy, like all the, the women there were just cool, welcoming. I, I felt very welcomed in that space and it was just real relaxing. Mm-hmm. And so I I enjoyed myself. Yeah. That was technically my very first one outside, you know, the one that you did for me, but what did you experience during it? Um, well, I didn't really have like any expectations. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really know how it was supposed to flow, you know? So I just was trying to remain present. Um, I love the affirmation prior to like the actual sound bad part. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was cool. I just tried to remain present because my mind started to drift. Yeah. out and, and like you said that was you uh, i can al- should allow myself to do that and yeah. so it was cool i would love to do it again 
good. Because I think a lot of times, like, people try to, like, stop the thoughts. And that's part of, like, meditation. It's like, yeah. you're not supposed to necessarily stop the thoughts. You're mm. supposed to let them come and not necessarily place any judgment on it. Because okay. for me, I think I kind of experienced the same thing. Um, so we went to a sound bath yeah. with Mel from Surrender to Thrive. Yeah, Check that really episode nice. out if you would like to learn a little bit more about Mel. But um, it was nice because yeah. I think that's my first sound bath I've done in a while. Yeah. And I think, like I said, I experienced the same thing. Like, it was lots of thoughts that came up. It was like shit from five years ago. I'm like, damn, why you say that? Right. And it's like, <laughs> damn, I didn't know that was still bothering me. Right, you know? right. And so it was good to just kind of like let that release that it right. kind of felt like yeah. a release for me yeah um but also i just got like a lot of downloads and just like when i say that i mean like just like knowing what to do next and what my mind needs to be focused on yeah. and stuff like that yeah so i think it was good in that way yeah. but it was really nice it was really nice i want her to do another one yeah so and I'm the tea excited. was bomb oh yeah that tea i went was, about some that tea was hidden i went about some mm-hmm. which uh, kind you got uh, the Citrus Bliss. Okay. That's for like a mood elevator or something? Well, not that one. I know which one you're talking about. I ain't ordered that yet. That okay. one, you got to order that online. But okay. anyway, it was. Do you remember the name of the tea I had? I got a picture of it. Okay. Well, we'll tell y'all that later. Yeah, it was, I mean, this ain't sponsored. Euphoria. That's what okay, it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You get that thing tingly. <laughs> anyway. Oh, sorry. I just had to tell the people. Yeah. They might have wanted to know. Yeah. It was good. Mm. I enjoyed it. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, let's talk about trauma bonds okay. and all of that type of stuff. But first, before we get into that, do you think it's important to know somebody's trauma before you date them? Um, I would say yes and no. Yes, I'm gonna go with yes for sure. Okay, because it it allows you to have um a certain a way that you maneuver with that person Mm -hmm. having empathy for that space you know that they you know um just so you can be gentle in the way that you need to be moving or moving around them the way they would uh, prefer i guess Mm -hmm. you could say Uh, but is that like i don't know because i struggle with this with talking about my trauma before um i'm like involved with somebody like that because i want to feel like this is a safe space for me to talk about those things with like maybe you gonna lash out i don't know Mm -hmm. but once i get comfortable i'm more open with opening up that part of myself to you Mm -hmm. so that's why i say kind of yes and no i don't know you move off discernment move off discernment okay um, so <laughs> I'm going to say it's definitely important to know somebody's trauma before, yeah. like, just because, uh, yes, you know how to move and maneuver around them. I don't think you should necessarily be like super accommodating to their trauma. Yeah, like, I understand that. Like you shouldn't be like, Oh, I know this is going to upset you. Like, yeah. no, like you shouldn't yeah. be moving like that. But I think it's important to know their trauma just so you can understand where they've been and why they might react in certain ways. For sure. Um, but also, I think trauma is very telling. This is my thing that I think that you be doing. What? Like, you will learn Uh-oh. somebody trauma, and then you have this Captain Save-A-Hole energy, <laughs> and, like, you don't need to be saving people. But the like, thing is, I don't necessarily be in a no. I have this heightened intuition on certain things. So, wouldn't you say you'd be in the no? I mean... It's not clarity fully until you don't, I get you a don't response. pay attention to it, obviously. No, I'm just saying, like, 
I never really, I ain't gonna say never. I, I don't have a person open up initially right away to that. I don't know if they feel very vulnerable and don't want to admit that there is something, but I can feel it, you know, mm -hmm. just based off how they move. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I get it. And I do. I be you wanting to help. I be wanting to help motherfuckers out. Like, don't just, embrace look, it I, so that we can change here today. Okay? Sure. I want you to change here today. Because I don't think it's wrong. It's nothing wrong with dealing with somebody who has trauma. But you have to make sure that that person knows how to deal with their trauma in a positive way. Like, I'm not here for you to dump that shit on me. Yeah. Like, you have to work through that shit on your own. Right, right. And then, I'm not your therapist. I mean, I'm here as, like, you know. Yeah. I'm here for support. But right. at the end of the day... It's up to you to work through your trauma. Like I just want to feel like a safe space for people. You know what I'm saying? I understand, but it's still I get it. Captain no, Saberho. I, I get it. Do you understand why it gives Captain Saberho? Why does it give Captain Saberho? Because these people aren't working on themselves outside okay. of you. Got That's it. why it's giving Captain Saberho. Noted. Okay. Okay. Cool. As long as we're there. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> so let's talk about trauma bond. Mm -hmm. uh, so a trauma bond. It's a situation where we form a strong attachment to someone who is causing us harm. Mm -hmm. It simply refers to two people bonding over a difficult or painful experience. Mm -hmm. And then like some of the characteristics of trauma bonds. You feel unhappy mm -hmm. and may not even like your partner any longer, but you still feel unable to end things. When do when you, you do try? Oh, when you do, <laughs> my bad. When when you do try to leave, you feel physically and emotionally distressed. When you say you want to leave, they promise to change, but make no effort in actually doing so. You fixate on the good good days, um, using them to prove that they are truly that they truly care. You make excuses and defend their behavior when other others express concern. I definitely. Yeah, you feeling you feeling definitely, definitely <laughs> red flags are flagging. Okay, flagging. um, some other stuff like you continue to trust them and hope they'll change, and you protect them by keeping their abusive behavior a secret. Yeah, and so with trauma bonds, it's not always abusive, but sometimes it can be. I think like, have you ever experienced a trauma bond? I would say so. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you I got think Captain Save Hope. Go ahead. Shut up. God <laughs> Um, I would say so. Um, actually, like my last relationship, um, I just got out of. Um, I had a heightened awareness that, that that's what it was. Like I wore those red flags over my eyes and blinders. Didn't want to, like, make that the you know. Didn't want to believe what was actually going on until I actually, till we actually parted ways. I was able to sit with a lot of the shit that was occurring in our relationship. And was able to see that damn, this nigga is hurt. And mm -hmm. he's been projecting that off on me. And I just been taking the brunt of it. Just trying to make things be like that Captain Saberho. I've been mm -hmm. being that. Um, and just wanted to be that safe space for him. And it wasn't really benefiting me. Not like I was thinking it was in, in, mm -hmm. in the process, but afterwards, I felt lighter. Yeah. I felt lighter and I was happy that I was courageous enough to come ahead and walk away and not, I like to call and, and I was like, nope, I'm going to be firm on it. I'm not going to reach out. I'm not going to do none of that. I had to really be strong, mm -hmm. but it's cool. It Have is. you, it is cool. <laughs> like, um, 
I do feel like that is something I'm still working through, though. Yeah. Because I was sure. definitely triggered. This person just so happened to reach out to me recently, and it just was like, what the fuck? I, I thought I was over it. It's been it's been a minute. Trying to see if they can get that group And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was very short. Um, Kept it. Kept it very short and was like, yeah, nah, I'm yeah. not walking back down that path again, buddy. Yeah. You won't get me this time. And I think <laughs> that's the thing, like, with trauma violence, like, a lot of times it's like, oh, I feel bad for you. Yeah. And that's what keeps you there because mm-hmm. you, like, understand that trauma. But at the same time, it's like, that ain't my they gotta, job. Yeah, that's not that your job, job. And they got to know how to deal with that stuff yeah. on their own. Yeah. So for me, like, I, this is why I'm hard on you. Because I see myself in you. Like, okay. that's how I used to roll. Right. I used to, if it, if it's a sad little puppy, I'm picking it up, baby. Yeah. Oh, let me let me take care of you. Like, no, that's not where it's supposed to be. Yeah. I feel like with some of my trauma bonds, it's been interesting because I think a lot of them have been like, a lot of them were when I was younger. Uh-huh. And it's like a lot of men who have been like sexually abused mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I think that was something that like showed up a lot as far as like the trauma bonds that I formed in early life. Also, I think they can be toxic. Cause like I had this one, it was a trauma bond. I said, I, I said, he didn't cheated on me with everybody in the city. You hear me? <laughs> and then he like, well, if you leave me, I'm gonna kill myself. I'm sorry, but I can. You can't put that on me. You gonna have to. You gonna have to make it last, baby. Right. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Luckily, he's still alive, so he alright. But it's like you can't be putting that right. on people. Like right. you dealing with some shit. That was that's a very manipulative. Very yeah, manipulative. like that's yeah. that's some shit that got to do with who you are and what you're working through. That don't got nothing to do right. with me. Yeah. And so, like, I understand yeah. wanting to save the host. Yeah. You understand? <laughs> but you can't be saving them. Because they're going to drag you under. Yeah, I get it. And that just, I mean, being in those type of situations have confronted me in a way where it has um, heightened my awareness of the shit that I need to work on, too, and mm-hmm. why I even allow this to occur. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Now I'm I'm starting to have that heightened awareness moving forward, you know, but it definitely is something that I have, I've had a soft spot for. Yeah. And so that's why I'd be like, nah, I'm just going to be by myself because I can't right now. I need to work on me. So okay. I will yeah. for you. You're silly. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's touch a little bit on soul ties. Um, soul ties are an intense emotional and spiritual bond that two individuals feel can be healthy or unhealthy. Signs of a healthy soul tie is feeling energized or inspired after spending time with the other person having a strong feeling of comfort and security in the other person's presence, being able to express yourself openly without fear or judgment or criticism, have a mutual respect and admiration for each other, a feeling of unconditional love and acceptance, and having a deep level of understanding and empathy for one for the other person. Um, some signs of unhealthy soul ties is feeling anxious when away from the other person too long, becoming overly dependent on the other person for emotional support, having difficulty making decisions without the other person's input, feeling jealous or possessive of the other person, struggling to define your identity without them, feeling drained or exhausted after interacting with them, and experiencing a sense of emptiness when away from them. Do you believe in soul ties? Okay, first of all, let me say something. I feel like... I, like, didn't realize that soul ties could be positive. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I, every time somebody talk about them, like, it's usually, like, in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, like, I did But when you sit and think about it, it's like, okay, yeah, it can be positive if it's, like, healthy. Right, if right. it's a healthy relationship. Yeah. Um, do I believe in soul ties? Yes, I do. Um, I used to only think soul ties could happen through sex. Right. But that's not necessarily, like... Same. Yeah, like, I've learned that, like... Okay, I researched this a little bit. Like, so it said, like, soul ties can happen, like, if somebody saves you and they, like, save your life or something mm-hmm. like that. It can happen in, like, friendships mm-hmm. and maybe y'all, like, did a little bit of trauma bonding and now yeah. y'all have that, like, soul tie or something yeah. like that. Um, but, yeah, it can happen, of course, in, like, romantic relationships as well. Mm-hmm. I do believe in soul ties. Um, I feel like, yes, I've had a few throughout my life. Yeah. Um, but also, like, this is how I know if I had a soul tie or not. I think, like, the person to just, like, pop up on your mind, like, randomly. Yeah. And, and like, they call. it be, like, repeatedly. Yeah, like, and it'd be like, what, what the fuck is this about? <laughs> and then, like, sometimes it'd just feel like you would dream about the person, mm-hmm. something like that. Like, it'd be out of nowhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so what I usually, baby, I be cutting them soul ties. You're not going to be up in my spirit like this, okay? <laughs> like. What you do, the cleanse? I actually, no, I usually meditate. Okay. Like, I do a cord cutting type of okay. meditation. And that's how I do my stuff. Okay. But what about you? You have some soul ties? I have. Okay. I really have. Um, I've, ex- I think I've experienced both a healthy and unhealthy soul okay. tie where, um, it was one more through friendship. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we did bond over, uh, like, um, like some trauma and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, that was just a heightened awareness. Those same things would occur, like this person be on my mind, they up and call. And I was like, I was just thinking about you. You good? Like, just wanted to make sure, you know? And then some of those uh, unhealthy ones made me feel hella anxious and uneasy a little bit around mm-hmm. this person, but secure at the same time. I knew that wasn't like a, a space for me, but it at the same time, I couldn't wrap my head around it that person wasn't healthy for me um and so yeah when you say they weren't healthy in what way in the the overall feeling that i had like in their presence it mm-hmm. was high anxiety i really i want to be relaxed i don't want to feel that type of anxiety going on with the person i'm supposed to be at peace with you know what i'm saying and for me, that person brought that out for some reason. And I didn't recognize it right away, but those were feelings that I was having. Kind of almost like, you know, when, I don't know, if you ever got like a call in the wee hours of the morning, that, that feeling in your stomach, that feeling, that was the feeling I would have often. And I don't think that was healthy because I was the unexpected of, I guess this goes back to like my people pleasing mentality and shit like that. But, um, there was always something, you know what I'm saying? That was, I guess, not meeting this person's standards or something like that. But a part of me felt safe at the same time. And I don't know why the fuck I felt safe when I when I felt anxious. Okay, so with anybody that you've had like a soul tie week, has it been like, oh, well, anytime they call and try to spin the block, like you answering, like it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead and admit it. <laughs> yep. Got me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I go out of my way. You feel me? Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I do that? I don't know. I feel like anybody I've had a soul type, when I'm done with somebody, 
Yeah. I'm done, baby. Yeah. Ain't no way. Yeah. Ain't no way. I was like, maybe I'm up here. I'm always thinking the the benefit of the doubt. You know, people have the ability to change and all this. Mm-mm. Yeah, you be, you and that be. was that was a space I was operating in. Yeah. I know grace is your word, but you be giving too much. Sometimes. <laughs> too much, I know. Too much. Okay. <laughs> this is why, cause like, if one of my exes call me, what you want? <laughs> I don't want to talk to. You. I'm. Not, I mean, I'm. A, I'm. A, listen. What you want? <laughs> I can't help you. You right. don't have to go on about your business, right. babe. Okay, don't be trying to don't be trying to spend the block over here. It's, yeah. a, it's a no for me. Yeah, I, I don't have. Even though I can have a soul tie with you, it, once you have done me wrong, yeah, it's a no for me. Yeah, it's a you you exed out. I don't care what trauma you've been through. I feel that. I don't care what you what you're going through right now. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear. Call on Jesus. <laughs> call Jesus. Don't call me. And that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. I hear you. I feel like, okay, because I'm about to say your business a little bit, but we got to get it in the, in the show. Why? Okay, so sometimes so you, told me, <laughs> you told me about one time one of your exes called you, was this recently? And you like was having, this is somebody who like didn't make you feel good about yourself. And mm-hmm. you was you had a conversation with this person. You didn't hang up when this person called you. You kept the conversation going. Is that what happened? A little bit. Yeah. A little Why bit. did you do that? I entertained it. One, it caught me so fucking off guard. Um, Tell the people what happened. It was, I'm going to keep it very brief. She irks my soul. <laughs> she irks my soul. <laughs> but it was a call just out, out of the blue. And I no longer had this person's number in my phone. So I saw the number. It looked familiar. I answer, I always answer numbers that I don't know anyway. It could be anybody. So I'm like, hello? <laughs> You're like, hello? I'm like, hello? Like, I'm trying to pick up on the voice. What the fuck? And they just like, hey. And I'm just like, hey. Well, God put you on my heart. And I'm just like, what the fuck? How long has it been? And he put you on, on, on your heart. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um, you could have sent a little prayer and, and I ain't had to know about it. But yeah, I I kind of low-key entertained it just for a bit. But I was just very dry. Was like, oh, okay. And they like, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You good? Because I'm so confused as to why the fuck you really calling me? And they just like, all right, well. Um, I mean, didn't really want much, just wanted to make sure you was good. And I'm just like, oh shit, they trying to ease back in. Nope. I'm not finna, I'm not finna take the bait. I'm not taking the bait. Anyway, they just kept it brief too and was like, well, I kind of feel like I did what I was supposed to do and be obedient to God. So I'm just like, all right. I'm not like, I'm just please. like, ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. And I just hung up like, what the fuck was that? It Trying just spin the block. It threw me off. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was doing really good today, mm-hmm. and then that just kind of threw me off. Trying but to spin that block. We ain't spinning that block. No, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm very good. Because I have to knock you upside the head and spin that block. I'm very good. I'm very good. That me. was a very exhausting. Mm-hmm. Don't want to relive that shit. Anyway. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> I'm glad we're working through that here today. You hear people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about how to break a soul tie. Uh-huh. So you can acknowledge that the unhealthy soul tie exists. Yeah. And some things you can do is like identify how this connection has impacted your life negatively and why it needs to be broken. Okay. You can cut off contact with the other person that includes social media, blocking their number, mm-hmm. all of this stuff. You can surround yourself with positive people because spending time with people that you love helps to restore en- your energy and lift your spirits. Mm-hmm. You can practice self-care to keep you balanced. Yeah. You can rely on a higher power. Call on the Lord. 
Say, Lord, when this nigga calls, let me not answer the phone. Okay? You can call. All right now. (laughs) Or you, and also something you can do is like forgive yourself and the other person Mm -hmm. because that's healthy in helping you to like move forward. Yeah. So I've implemented a few of those. Okay, I love that for you. But I'm, 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 I'm. We'll chat more about the whole like cord cutting with the meditation. I, okay. I haven't dived into that. Okay, I'm interested. I mean, I can explain it a little bit. Okay, okay. so like you will meditate, right? And then it'll have you like think about this person, right? Mm-hmm. And it'll have you like imagine that it's like a cord connecting you and that person. Mm-hmm. And then you just clip that motherfucker. Oh wow! You cut it off. Okay. You cut. Okay. And you cut it as many you times. You eyes like, you, oh. You cut it as many times as you need okay. to to get that person energy up off Okay. You. I have found that it's very helpful and just peaceful, you know? That's what's up. Woo-woo, you know? Woo-woo-woo. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to give it a shot. Okay. So, like, what would you say has been your biggest lesson you've learned about yourself through relationships? And how did you learn it? Um, One of my biggest lessons I've learned through relationships is I don't be authentically me. Like if I can't show up as myself and be without you wanting to make a ton of modifications to meet, you know, what feels comfortable for you, then just cut it off right away. Stop operating in that space of the benefit of the doubt. You know, a person shows you who they are right away, believe them. And so I had to start believing them sooner than later. Um, and, um, I mean, acknowledging some of the things that I need to work on with myself to have a healthy relationship, attract better people. Such as? Um, Man, finding it. Um, Like, things I need to work on. It's like communication. I often sometimes, like, don't speak up a lot because yeah. I'm like, I don't want to say the wrong fucking thing. But I know it's an approach and it's how you say it is the the key. And so like having healthy communication, not holding shit in and and overthinking. Like address the shit right away. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I like to sit on shit. I process very long. No. My brother talked to me about this thing called light switch uh processing time. You need to flick it on. You need to get there quick because I sit with it too long. And then at that point, it's just, and then bubbled over and then became this whole big ordeal. But mm-hmm. so implementing some of those tips and tools that I kind of been um talking to, you know, people about and things that I hadn't thought to incorporate. Um, but communication mm-hmm. is is one of my biggest things. I feel like I the way I love is, is you definitely cool. don't speak up for yourself. Thank you. I mean, I'm not, I could do better. That's yeah. that's one of the things I just fucking said that I need to work on. Yeah. Okay. Damn, did you mad? No, no, okay. really. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't care Thank that you, you mad. I appreciate you. I'm, I'm fucking not mad. Anyways, America, moving on. <laughs> What's uh, one of your fucking biggest <laughs> lessons and shit you learned? <laughs> I feel like, um, okay, there have been so many. Like, I think something I've learned is like, how I'm like hyper independent. Mm-hmm. Like it be just very much giving, I don't need a man type mm-hmm. energy. And I've had to heal that, especially because mm-hmm. I'm married. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so. I oh, mean, I second it. I mean. But I've only, I've only, I've, it's only been me. So I, I have to do it. So yeah. It's kind of hard to get out of that. For sure. I understand. And like for me, like it was like growing up with a single parent, like 
we we not depending on no niggas. We finna go get it done. Like that's just what the energy <laughs> yes. is. And so like I've had to heal that. I think like with the this is why I get on you the trauma bonding <laughs> and shit. Baby, I used to be, if that that boy was nice, okay, you can be my boyfriend. No, bitch, I'm not doing that shit no more. Because let me tell you something. This is something that happened recently. What? Baby, I dated this boy in the eighth grade. Mm -hmm. When I tell you this nigga finds me every year on on the internet, (laughs) trying to follow me. When I tell you I got to block this nigga every year. If you're wondering, wondering, why can't I reach her? I blocked your ass and I keep blocking you. Stop reaching out to me. You make me uncomfortable and mm. I am scared. Okay. Oh my God. For real. Like he gives stalker energy. Yeah. Eighth grade, Ashley. When I tell you this man, if he knows somebody know me, he gonna be like, I dated her in the eighth grade. You do not need to be telling people that. Stop talking about <laughs> do that. Count? It don't count. It don't count. You ain't even getting no booty butt cheeks. We don't need to be talking about nothing that happened before the booty butt cheeks. You did not date me. It did not happen. Okay. Oh, man. It's exempt. It don't do it. <laughs> the trauma bonding I've had to learn to let that go because yeah. they bring the stalkers baby mm. they be like I, I don't got nothing to live for like it, it give them type of nicks why don't you just give them like referrals to therapists I'm not talking to this nigga <laughs> I'm blocking him I'm not talking to him I, I don't have you. nothing to say to this man I feel you don't reach out to me reach out to Jesus mm. now the other thing I've learned this through the podcast <laughs> apparently America like I think <laughs> I have been operating as emotionally unavailable for a long time. Mm. It's like, oh my gosh, am I the niggas that been reflecting back to me? You know mm. what I'm saying? I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was, I be what what heightened this awareness? Which episode? I mean, all of them. Because baby, I be, me should be giving that. It's it's not you, it's me, nigga. Like, I don't know. Go go find who's for you. You should be giving that energy. You know what I'm saying? And I had to sit with myself. I said, mm. oh my God. Mm. I've been I've been emotionally unavailable. Cause baby, listen, let me tell you something. What? Back this all happened during my whole phase, I think. Okay. But it, it, it came from niggas playing with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get cheated on enough. Okay, I'm finna match energy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so I had to work through this. Okay. Yeah. I used to, baby, listen. That's what that's where it come from, like telling niggas about the roster. I don't care. Yeah. You're not the only one. Right. Have a nice day, sir. That was after that was like after being done wrong, though. Yeah, for sure. I used to be a lover. Once okay. A I mean, I'm a lover now. Yeah. But, you know, we had a phase where it was giving emotionally unavailable. Yeah. It I'm glad giving. you worked through that. I know. I know. And I, I was, you know, it's hap- this this podcast is bringing a lot of healing. That's what it's supposed to be. Okay. Because I be like, damn, is this my abandonment issue showing up? Mm-hmm. You know? Damn, she thought so mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying shit. Oh, we didn't highlight a lot of the fucking shit that I've been, you know, been brought up. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Was I treating these niggas like they was treating me at one point? I was giving them the emotional <laughs> unavailability. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had to sit with that. And I don't have no regrets. I'm not going to lie to them. It has gotten you to where you are now. Amen. So, I had to go through that phase. Right, right. But yeah, I had this one time. Where I was dating this boy and he was like emotionally unavailable. And I was like, why is this nigga acting like he want to be with me, but he not want to be with me? Mm. And it was reflecting back at me. I was like, oh, this is my mirror. He pulled a me on me. For real. Like that shit hurt. <laughs> it hurt deep. But that changed me. That's when, yeah. I, that's when I, you know, met gotcha. my husband. That's when I was like, okay, let me open my heart a little right, more. Right. Let me stop moving around right, like right, this, right. you know. Yeah. And so, yeah. But there have been lots of lessons. That's what's up. I think it's a beautiful thing to right. learn like that. that but that's the only L that you're taking. Period. Like it's it's mm-hmm. and it's like even if it 
counts as an L or you think it's an L? Like it's not because it's, it's like the pregnancy. L is is learned lesson. Period. It's not a loss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why you on your way to your home. Ooh. Well. Yeah, well, I'm calling yeah. him into the atmosphere. I received it. If you are interested in Ashley, no. tell us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you better stop her. You better <laughs> stop her. What's that shit called? Repelling your husband. Marry right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Email. Thank you. Okay, let's move on to the advice segment. <laughs> now it's time for our advice segment. Mm-hmm. We'll answer a listener's question that ties into the healing journey. If you're looking for advice, email us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com and we might feature your question on an upcoming episode. Yes, we will. All right, go ahead. You want to read the first one? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Dear Girls Who Heal, a few days ago I gave my phone number to a coworker. It was a casual exchange during a work-related conversation, and I didn't think much of it at the time. However, when I mentioned it to my boyfriend, he became visibly upset. He believes that giving my number to a male coworker, even for work-related matters, is inappropriate and disrespectful to our relationship. I'm struggling to understand his perspective, and I genuinely didn't think I was doing anything wrong. I value and respect our relationship deeply, and I never intended to make my boyfriend feel uncomfortable. At the moment... I'm sorry, at the same time, I don't want to compromise my professional interactions or come across as rude or dismissive to my colleagues. I've tried explaining my intentions to my boyfriend, but it seems like he's still hurt and upset. How can I communicate with my boyfriend in a way that helps him understand my perspective? I want to make sure that we can work through it and move forward together. Sincerely, seeking clarity. Hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, definitely take his... Feelings into consideration, but at the same time, like, you came and tell him, like, you not had anything. I don't know. I feel like there was some trust issues going on. Yeah. For sure. Like, um, that, I mean, you explained to him that it was a work-related matter. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't nothing like that on the side. But I would say to her, establish those boundaries with her coworker. Like, don't be calling me after no after hours, after work, uh, after what work hours and stuff like that. That's and just be upfront with that that particular coworker who she gave the number to. Um, as far as I would have to have a I guess more in depth conversation with my boyfriend to I guess give him some type of reassurance. But at the same time, it's like I don't know, maybe there was something that happened prior that makes him feel uneasy about it. And so he's like, oh, here we go with this shit again. So um, I would just say provide him with some reassurance, um, have the conversation and set those boundaries with the coworker. Like, yeah, don't do that. Don't call me after you can't meet for drinks. None of that. None yeah. of that friendly stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like all of that is good advice. I think it's like a communication thing. Like they need to talk about it. Cause you know, some people have the belief that like you can be friends with the opposite sex and some people don't think mm-hmm. that that's possible. Yeah. And so like that definitely, definitely needs to be discussed. But also like, like you said, it sounds like some trust issues are yeah. there. Um, I think like more than anything, y'all just need to communicate. Make sure y'all on the same page. Yeah. Like, I mean, had it had it been something that they discussed prior, she probably wouldn't have did it, and then or even been so upfront about her actions. So it was like, oh shit! Now I feel bad having to renew, like lose my number or block them. And then it's like, damn! Now I'm coming off some way to my coworkers, and she 
I don't know. Yeah. But you want to have peace in both spaces. Yeah. You don't want to have disruption in the home. So. And also, we can't talk about this topic without bringing up the fact that, like, for women, sometimes it's dangerous when, like, a man asks for your number and you don't give it to him. Like, there are so many women that are outside being murdered for, like, mm-hmm. so telling a man no. Yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy outside. Yeah. Like, we, so we have to address that as well yeah um and maybe that's part of it shit did you did you talk to did you talk to him about that like is that part of it even if it's not like it's like if you feel like it's okay for you to have these working relationships with people establishing those boundaries is important but also Mm -hmm. like just communicating to your partner this is not that like right i'm not seeking this person as you know nothing further than a co-worker yeah so (laughs) like it's just communication at the end of the day yeah um and yeah listen yeah, y'all gotta talk about it. And yeah. I don't know where it's gonna go from there. Cause some yeah. people gonna argue you down. But yeah. the best you can do is communicate, love. Definitely communicate. Oh yeah, in the boundaries. Tell him, nigga, this ain't that. <laughs> don't call me if it ain't about the work schedule. Okay? Right. And that's what it is. Okay. It's perfect. so silly. Alrighty. Uh we're gonna do our wrap-up. Yeah. So we're going to pull our affirmation card of the week. This is from the Goddess Energy Affirmation Deck. The link will be in the description. 54 affirmations to remind you that you are a goddess. Okay. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wow. Wow. Okay, let's see. <laughs> I love myself. I am free to be my authentic self. I will shine my light confidently. Aw. I love it. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Before we wrap up, we want to remind our listeners that if you're a small business and would like to advertise to our incredible community, Email us at girlswhohealpodcast at gmail.com. We'll love to support your business and share with our listeners. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to Girls Who Heal. Also, follow us on all platforms at Girls Who Heal Podcast and follow our personal pages at Healing with Nisha and at underscore Elevating Me. We appreciate you joining us on this healing journey. Until next time, keep growing and glowing. Peace.